the Sportatorium in New York City. Hey, it's your friends and mine, the Sports It, baby we're back sports lords in the house yeah bow what down up? surfs up? bow down what's surfs. up surfs rise up surfs take a knee and then rise up yeah. take a knee rise up your surfs have you're here the lords are here the yep. lords are here uh here's diego jimmy kevin yeah all here just the three of us yep we've classic had a, had a few kind of like a little bit different of episodes sure. lately but now we're back to the old formula that got now us here now it's just you and your three papas hanging out yeah yep and this is what you love i mean this is what got you on the sports lords bandwagon way back when way back you know in, in a month uh, ago september <laughs> Early September. Do you even remember September? I can't, man. It's all blur. September 2018. What a time. Oh, I could tell you some stories. Yeah? Yeah. Well, g- give us one. Uh, 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 oh, Jimmy's story phobia is kicking in. Oh, no. Sports. For the listener, he is sweating <coughs> uh, there's a, so we much. We did the podcast. He teases stories and then he's so bad at them. And he's then, so scared. Uh, it's like that scene in Airplane where uh, like the water is just dripping uh, and, from the guy's and forehead. Th- and then uh, the sun went down. <laughs> and he's then, just talking about a day. And, and he's then, talking uh, about the sky. And then it was bedtime. <laughs> oh, bedtime. Oh, okay, that, was, that was pretty much my best story. Yeah, that's, that's great. A good story, that's really man. good. Man. Really good. Awesome. You kind of blacked out there, but you were. It was good. Did you guys like it? it was was it good? It okay, cool. I like I that it ended out. at bedtime the way like everyone's day always ends. It ends at bedtime, and the story ended at bedtime. Perfect. So it was pretty great. Well, then I'm pretty confident I told a great story. You did. I can't awesome. wait. You know, like I. I my only regret is that you told it here and not at a moth story slam because yeah. you probably would have. I could have been grand champion. champion. Yeah, of the moth story slam. I could have been the grand champion of the moth story slam. You know, which it's is a podcast s- you shouldn't listen to. Listen no. to us. No, listen to this podcast. But maybe I'll just listen back or to ma- what I or said. You take that story, we go to the story slam, you win, and then you tell that story oh, on yeah. the Moth Story oh, Slam. Oh, there it is. Can you oh, imagine yes. how much that would kill on That'd stage? That'd be yeah. so great. Because it's like a story within a story. Yeah. And they fucking, they're going to town on right. themselves. Right, and, and, and it's got that. everything you want a story. The sun, bedtime. A beginning, a middle, and <laughs> an end. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, that's a, that's a classic say. storytelling rule is like it's got to have the sun and it's got to have bedtime and just yeah. like supreme confidence. In yeah. Delivery. I mean, that goes back to like Homer, you know, the storytelling yeah. has just been yeah, I'm part of the tradition for thousands and thousands of years. Yes. He I wrote an epic poem. It's all been building to you. Yeah. He wrote epic story. poems. You tell epic stories. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much on a par with the Odyssey. Yeah. So. Cool. Cool, well, I think that's a perfect well, start to the that's, show. That's yeah. an amazing start. I don't know how we're going to top that. Yeah. It's like we Sorry, guys. I mean, I don't even know what I said, but it was good. Well, you don't need to know. You lived it because it was a personal story. <laughs> right, right, right. Very personal. That's right. I forgot. This, By the way, talking about this story has now lasted about 20 times as long as the story. It did, <laughs> yes. Well, those are the best stories. I mean, that's best the story. Best stories are the ones you don't want to stop talking exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah, and I feel like we're going to continue to talk about this for years to come. Yeah. Yeah. Th- listeners, this will be a one that we keep 
referring back to this episode is going to be like base knowledge going forward right because we're going to reference this amazing this story story and for all you listeners like tweet at us at sports lords with a z like z your favorite stories like if you got a story like that with a son and bedtime tweet it at us feel free to make it a video if yeah. you can just look right into camera and deliver with that kind of confidence, we'd love right. to hear it. And I if mean, you can only write it, I feel like it was about 140 characters, which is the old Twitter limit. Yeah, so you're uh, good. What, what Jimmy said. So like with it new Twitter, easily fit yeah, with you've got a new plenty of space. 280 character but, limit. I mean, we'll see if anybody's got anything as good as that. I mean, yeah, you, you know. Might, you might have topped them good. Yeah, man. I think I topped them good. I mean, maybe we'll get another story before this podcast is over. We'll see. We'll see. There's plenty of time. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we're just getting started. We're just getting started, yeah. but I'm I'm pumped to be here. As of this recording, we're on the precipice of the Major League Baseball playoffs. Very exciting. Everything is set. We're we're super amped. It just ended this weekend or like I guess they had playing games. I guess the season was an extra game this year. Yeah. I got to say I love that the Yankees, I think they won 99 games this year. Yeah. But they still have to play in a fucking one game playoff and they could lose to the uh athletics exactly the so if, athletics. if anybody is gonna lose after having a great season in a one-game playoff fuck yeah i'm glad it's the yankees and i wouldn't be opposed if the cubs lost to be oh, honest hell yeah. with you with the with, to the colorado rockies yeah yeah there the cubs kind of have that boston thing of they were the lovable underdog and then they won the world series and then they gave us you know Donald Trump. I blame them for Donald Trump. Yeah, because that was they had uh, Donald Trump had better odds, right, than the Cubs winning the World Series that year. Yeah, or something like that. Something like that. I just t- I associate them. It's like when the world turned upside down was when the Cubs yeah. won. Yeah, they fucked everything up. They plunged us into this weird upside down thing. Yeah, and it, it's like I don't know. I I was annoyed when that happened because like I understand that the Cubs hadn't won in forever, but. People were losing their fucking minds, and I was like, but Chicago, you've had Michael Jordan. You've had the Blackhawks win a ton. The White White Sox Sox. have won a World Series. Look, my family is from Chicago. I was actually born in Chicago, but all of my family are White Sox fans. Mm. So I, when when the Cubs won, I was like, wait, so you're working class? Yeah. Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah, dirty <laughs> Southside Irish. Podcast. Oh, boy. Yeah, that I, story makes I, sense now. Um, Jimmy, why don't you tell well, us about your, your early years in Chicago in the form of a story? Okay, so here's, <laughs> let me let me sum, sum that up for you. Oh, this is going to be uh, 1986. Yeah. No, it's got the year. Born. Uh, okay. okay, that's a fact. <laughs> that's a, um, <laughs> Sleeping a lot, eating a lot, farting, pooping a lot. Okay. He's not lying. Bodily mm-hmm. functions. We just need a reference to the sun mm-hmm. and bedtime, and we're done. <laughs> we're getting there. So the sun. There it is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's no context. Was that S O N or S U N? I don't know. And then, b- and then bed. Bedtime. Okay. Wow. Oh, Whoa, man. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like a r- hard scrabble early. It was in Chicago. Yeah, the uh, two years. Yeah, I lived in it's Chicago crazy how you rough. met Mike Ditka. Yeah, I know. Like that was a really cool detail you threw in there. I know. You know, unfortunately, it was after the Bears won the Super Bowl, but still, Ditka was a king. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. it was. It was pretty good. Mike Ditka. Yeah. He yeah. Dickhead now. I mean, yeah. Just like in his beliefs, I guess. Is well, he's they're very against mine, but yeah, he's got bad beliefs. But it, you know, I like to think well. 
it's probably not all CTE, but it's probably like 40% CTE maybe. Right. Yeah. The one good thing about him is that because of him, we have one of the a classic sketch from Saturday yeah. Night Live. Yeah. Rest in peace, Chris Farley. Yeah. Uh, Rest in peace, Saturday I Night I was, Live. I was in Rest in Peace <laughs> SNL. I remember I was in Chicago uh, one winter for work, and it was negative two degrees outside. And I walked home. I walked like three blocks home to the apartment I was staying in. And it was like so cold. I was like frozen just from like walking three blocks. I go into my apartment. I turn on TV and it's halftime at the Bears game. And they're honoring Ditka. And he's just wearing like a little trench coat, no hat or gloves. And he just seems fine. Yeah. I was like, what's wrong with that man? He'd what's had, wrong with this city? Probably had like 24 whiskeys <laughs> yeah. and like 17 hot dogs. <laughs> before I'm warm. I need a snack before I go out and accept my award. Yeah. I had a dick of steak at the, my steakhouse. <laughs> and he's got a steakhouse uh, downtown. Yeah. Michael Jordan's got his steakhouse Jordan downtown. Steak. I mean, it's a beef town. It's a beef town and a cheese city. I go to Al's Beef, though, man. You know, Al's Beef is the best oh, beef. Yeah. You know, I Chicago say, Italian, It is really good. Uh, beef. Jokes aside, it's a fucking great. It's really good. And I have to say, uh, Sports Lord exclusive, it, look behind the curtain. I watched football with fellow sports lord jimmy o'connell on saturday and he made some italian beefs oh i did put i made some slow cooker beef nice that's been my um college football ritual he slow cooks slow cooking beef you gotta get done it for if i get invited someday (laughs) i I will totally (laughs) come well Well, i think you were you were at a falcons uh slow i did buffalo chicken you did the buffalo chicken this week was also a tough one because uh mine and jimmy's schools were going at it i don't think it would have been pleasant for either of you well i i knew the result was going to be bad on my end so like i don't really care yeah but um but yeah, no, it's it's all good. I'm not, I don't okay. Well, we'll squash okay. the beef off the pot, off mic, off mic. We'll do an and arm wrestling. That'll be the last time I ever bring up our personal lives. Yeah, yeah we'll, people we'll, aren't here for that. We'll, off fr- mic. we'll French kiss off mic. Yeah, that's how we do things, and then everything will be okay. Yeah, come up to this side of the city where we live. An yeah, that's that. The big issue here is that I live in a terrible part of town that's really hard to get anywhere from. And I live in a different to? terrible part of town that's slightly easier <laughs> slightly to get easier to. Slightly easier to get slightly to. Slightly easier. Probably more terrible, but yeah. easier to get to. Yeah, and also, like, I don't know, to be fair, too, like... We're to also talking, obviously, about Jimmy lives in Times Square, Diego lives in Wall Street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I live right over by the bull. You know, the statue <laughs> yeah. of the... Diego yeah. lives by the bull, and Jimmy I lives right... On top of the M&M store. On top of the M&M, <laughs> M&M store. <laughs> He's got a little hut that we built on top there, and it's just got a look, TV. There's a lot going on, but it's a great location, okay? It's a little yeah, distracting. Like, look, it's like, uh, to be fair, the Times Square station has a lot of variety of trains you can exactly. get on, and you can get to a lot you of different places. anywhere from there. Sure, a lot of tourists, whatever, a lot of bright lights. A lot of yeah. people, a lot of sound, a lot yeah. of terrible people in costumes a yeah. lot of iron mans that smell like piss exactly but it's the full new york city experience yeah know? and over where i live there's nothing except douchebags during the day and then they all leave and then there's nothing right. over by the bull on wall street um but you did just get that new edition the little girl the little girl's there yes hell yeah it was it was more <laughs> fun when uh, it was more fun when occupy 
was happening because I had friends. Right. And yeah. then now I'm all alone because all the Occupy people left. Yeah. And Bloomberg I, course, purged them. Yeah. I, of course, live. You guys know where I live. We can say it. I don't know if we want to reveal this much detail. We've already revealed two. Yeah, we know where you... Look, Jimmy lives in Times Square. You live in Wall Street. Okay. Kevin lives on a barge in the East River. (laughs) Right by Ellis Island and the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. You bounce back and forth. And that's just a little... uh, That's the last peek you guys are going to get behind the curtain. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin's a, a water guy. He just loves. He being, loves the sea. Like he water lives. Guy. He lives on a barge. He has a waterbed on the barge. Yep. And it's just. You say it's good for your back. I feel like it hurts mine. <laughs> <It's good. laughs> well, different strokes for different folks. Totally. Absolutely. I mean, that's what makes this podcast work. Because you know we all have different perspectives we're bringing to the table. So. Yeah. Beautiful. A barge guy. Times Square, Times Square guy and a Wall Street guy, <laughs> because we're authentic New Yorkers. Hey, oh, forget about it. Oh, stickball. Did you think? Like Jimmy eats hot dogs every day. I yep. eat halal, and Kevin eats pizza. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But none of us eat bagels. No. <laughs> I gotta let that joke go by. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Uh, Speaking of the New York Yankees and going back to uh, uh, what we uh, you were talking about, right. um, the Yankees and Red Sox, I, I wanted to bring this up because I thought this was pretty funny. Over the weekend, the Yankees and Red Sox were ending. They were playing their last games. And uh, during the game uh, for the Bronx Bombers, Giancarlo Stanton crushed a home run. Just like hit it into the seats at the of the Green Monster, and for those of you who don't know, the Green Monster is at Fenway Park uh, in Boston. There's this wall that's like hot, like higher than all the other walls, for no reason. Like I don't yeah. understand. That's one thing. Like to get a little bit on a tangent, I don't understand why baseball is cool with like every field being different. Yeah. It's like the only sport where the field dimensions don't matter. Right, but I kind of like that though because it's like a. It is, again, we've touched on this in previous episodes, but it's, like, this weird, like, pre-industrial, like, oh, we don't really have rules for stuff kind of aspect of baseball. Sit the umpire down in a rocking chair, (laughs) and that wall's going to be 300 feet high. And 300 feet away, but the other wall will be 450 feet away for some reason and really short or whatever. I don't know. We're all drunk. (laughs) We're incredibly drunk. It's insane. It's like, all right, so the bases are all 90 feet away. The diamond is the same, but the outfield, it's like in Houston, they have a hill they have to run up on. That seems dangerous, actually. Yeah, Yeah, it's like none of the. You know that you're getting close to the wall because you break your ankle running up a hill. (laughs) You're going to fall down and get injured very badly. And then, like, Chicago has a brick wall with ivy on it. With no padding whatsoever, yeah. so good luck catching that ball. It just it just seems so weird to me. And then in Tampa, that shit stadium, Tropicana Field, like the rafter or like the ceiling's too low. The ceiling's too low, yeah. and so like f- balls bounce off that all the time. That's just dumb. It's it like, just come on. This stadium was built in like 1993. Like you guys didn't do the math. Well, like, like the Astros Field too was. They played in the Astrodome yeah. forever, and then they put this one in and decided to fair. add a hill. Back yeah. in '93, the highest known ball that a human had ever hit was 20 feet high that's true mm-hmm. humans were only so strong back then so yeah who would have known it, it but then thank so thank yeah. god 
previous guest of the show. Uh, Thank you, God. He introduced steroids into baseball back in that time and the juicing era. And it was was a great era. You know, look, I think we lost something. I think uh, it was an exciting time in baseball. You know, as as was said by everyone back then, chicks dig the long ball. Exactly. (laughs) The Braves pitchers were in that ESPN commercial. It's a good commercial. Look it up. You know, it's not woke, but whatever. It's. It's not time. woke, but honestly, guys, what even is woke anymore? Oh, that's mm. woke. Have you thought about it that way? That's woke that you just said that. I'm it's incredibly not woke. awoke. But anyway, getting back to getting back to the point I was trying to make. I, I drove us off the rails here. So Yankees and Red Sox were playing. Giancarlo Stanton hits a ball into over the green monster into the stands. Uh, Which got- is a very small area to hit it into. Yeah, it's a little. It's it not is, yeah. huge. I, I stood. I went up and stood there when I went to the game, and it's just like it's like six rows or something, right? Maybe they, even less. They used yeah. to not even have seats. Yeah, seats there. are new. Yeah, it's like a ten-year-old. So thing. usually, if you hit a home run over there, it's probably going over completely. So to hit it right in those seats, it's a small target. Yeah, and it's a long way. And so he hit the ball. A guy caught it. Some random dude caught it. And he threw in tradition that I thought was only a Cubs thing, but I guess it happens everywhere. He caught the home run ball and threw it back onto the field uh, as like a show of displeasure. But the thing about this one is that he threw it back on the field and actually hit Giancarlo Stanton as he was rounding second base. So he hit the guy who hit the home run with the ball. Pretty awesome. And the cool thing, too, is Giancarlo like turned... And like, kind of like smiling, and gave him like a, yeah. like a little uh, point like, at him, like a thumbs up, like hey, yeah, you got me. It Imagine didn't like if that hit had him gone in the, the other way, and he was like, "I'm gonna come up there and kick your fucking ass." And if he would have like climbed like, up the wall from the outside, or he was like, "Get in the stands, like run up to the grandstands, run up a concourse, run up to the green." Yeah. It would take like it's like a WWE, <laughs> <laughs> and no one stops him. Yeah. And it John is like Carlos a WWE Stanton. thing because he's like six six, like oh, two kick sixty. He's a huge guy. Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, but yeah, it also it like took a bounce and then hit him because it, it would right. be hilarious if the guy like threw it and it hit him like right in the head, Plunked in the him air, and he just drops dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I want to give a shout out to that guy, Andrew Lestrapes. I think that's how you say his name. Hell yeah. Uh, and the reason I want to give him a shout out, because I, initially I was annoyed. It was like, ah, oh, fucking Boston fans always up to their thing. Right. But then they interview the guy. It turns out he's not a Boston fan. He's also not a Yankees fan. What? He's a dickhead Atlanta Braves fan who oh. was just at the game. Special shout out. ATL. And apparently he told his friend, like, if we catch a ball, no matter what happens, we're throwing it back on the field. And then he was like, oh, I didn't mean for it to go that far. I didn't think I could throw Dude, it. That would have been even better than if he'd hit a Boston player. Oh, yeah. Because then it's like the, the center fielder or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, like the whole thing is you throw it back. But I'm saying like you throw it back if it's an opposing team. Right. Oh, yeah, I got you. So it would be funny if this guy is like home team, home run. Uh, Mookie yeah. bets Everyone's it's a home run. And then and it's he's like, like, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's look, I'll say this. That's, that's a hell of an arm. Yeah, it's a real uh, rookie of the year situation because uh, it yeah, happens in that yeah. movie. Yeah, great film. Great what? Top so, notch right. film, Oscar award winning film. A yep. couple things about that film to get off on another tangent. That's weird. So, rookie of the year. In case you've never seen it, you should. 
quick premise. Uh, a Tony award-winning film. A Tony award-winning Tony film. Tony award-winning. Uh, I believe the phrase "fart loving." That were like fart loving, but not. No, no, no. I want to address this. Yeah, I want to address this. So the quick plot, real quick, uh, of the movie, in case you haven't seen it, uh, this dorky boy like steps on a base. He drops a fly ball, steps on the baseball, falls down, fucks up his arm. And then his arm, his tendons in his arm heal in a weird way. So all of a sudden it's like super strong. And he throws a ball in from the stands into the game. Sort of like this guy. And that's how he gets signed. But I do want to bring that up. Though you just said, because like for some reason, the scene that sticks out in my mind more than anything else is when he's at the doctor and they're checking his arm out. And he swings his arm down real fast and he slaps the doctor in the face. And the doctor's reaction is to scream out, funky butt loving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what writer got that through? And what's also because hilarious is that the kids two like best friends are in the doctor's office. Oh, with yeah. him. with <laughs> the mom. It's like the mom like, and yeah, three children. Works, man. Yeah. yeah. Wait, did you guys not go to each other's doctor's visits? Uh, no. I went no. to all my friends. <laughs> I went to all my friends' doctors. And I would be like, no, I'm not going to wait in the waiting room. I'm coming in with you. Yeah. I'm I gonna need to find out what's everything happening. that's wrong with you. Yeah, I want to know. I want to still see. do that. But funky butt loving, funky butt loving, what was, funky butt loving. What was that doctor character into? Is what I want to know now. Yeah. Like what the? F- well, yeah, in like the early nineties, he was like, "I've got, uh, you know, I'm into this stuff, but uh, that's the only way I can express myself." It's butt script. loving, but it's funky. Yeah, it's like some writer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> some writer. Yeah, it's like I gotta get this in there. Yeah. No it's matter a kids what. movie, it'll go right over their heads. Over <laughs> head. When I was a kid, I was just like, "Oh, you said you said butt and funky." Well, it was yeah. funny because then the other kids were like, "Did you just say funky butt loving?" And then it's like a funny like gag, right? And the doctor's all but twenty plus years later, I'm still thinking about that. Oh yeah, and I want answers. <laughs> yeah, we deserve answers. The other thing about that movie I want to quickly address is like one of the main characters is because uh, the kid eventually gets signed by the Chicago Cubs because he has this amazing arm. Mentor manager his mentor is gary yeah, Busey. Gary. he's the mentor pre yeah. head injury yeah no, but he's he's still insane Busey. i think or is it post i think it's post but it's before, you know is when he was still like fairly he hadn't lost it totally yeah but i think the funny thing about that movie is that he's like he's basically roger clemens is the guy that they're sort of he's like a a, a pitcher who like his nickname was rocket as well uh like a right-hander who threw real hard or whatever but he was like towards the end of his career and he like kind of salvaged it through this kid's like moxie like he like became a mentor and good he was cast as a pitcher and we all bought it mm-hmm. which yeah. says a lot about the status of major league baseball players of the 90s because oh, yeah. it was like oh yeah gary Busey could be a baseball player oh, yeah, just the, like, a he could be a professional athlete guy. yeah <laughs> yeah chet stedman that's chet right stedman. chet stedman and then yeah. Daniel Stern was the like was slapstick goofball like, uh, assistant manager, yeah, yeah who yeah. locks himself in between two hotel room doors. That's oh right. Oh boy, Daniel Stern, all the laughs yep. he's brought us over the years. And unfortunately, oh no, I'm thinking of someone else. Is he doing okay? I know he, Randy Quaid isn't. I yeah, confuse him with Randy Quaid for a confused, minute. But I think Daniel Stern, he's he's eccentric and out there, but he's. Fine. Good. I hope fine. so. He hasn't like uh he's not like wanted or anything. Yeah. Good. I, I'm yeah. glad to hear it because I'm a big Daniel Stern fan. He's had a lot of good roles. Yeah. He's been yeah. really good in a lot of stuff. It's funny that Chet Stedman was like an over the hill pitcher based off 
Roger Clemens in the early 90s, but then Roger Clemens in real life just started doing a shitload of steroids. Yeah. yeah. And, like, dominate, had, like, the best years Salvage of his, his career. career. Yeah. People were like, oh, that guy's over the hill. It's 1995. Roger Clemens is done. Yeah. And then he just, like, oh, wait, steroids. Never mind. I'm better than I ever was. Also, I do have to say that... uh Daniel Stern was also in the film Celtic Pride or Celtic, Celtic Pride, Pride yeah. right? Where him and Judd Apatow's like first movie, I believe. Yeah, where they kidnap. Is Dan Aykroyd in that? I think it's yeah. him and Dan Aykroyd, and they kidnap Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans, yeah. who's a player for the Celtics. No, he's a Utah Jazz player. Oh, he's they're Celtics fans. Yeah, who kidnapped the Jazz guy because they're playing them in like the playoffs, right? Or the finals, I imagine. So, but then they become they all become friends and they all learn a valuable lesson and don't go to jail for kidnapping. But Boston fans stealing stuff is something that might come up later. Mm, keep listening, and we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. There's no uh, promises. But yeah, shout outs to this Andrew Lestrapes guy, the real rookie of the year. Uh, Braves, we could use some relief pitchers, and this guy seems to have a good arm. So Let's bring him in. Well, we should try and get Lestrapes give Andrew a call on the show. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't arrested. He said he got his ID taken and was worried about getting arrested after plunking a major league player, but he left the game to go watch the dogs. Hell yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. Watch the dogs up in Boston. Mm, boat dogs. So, yeah, that was something I thought was kind of cool and kind of yeah. funny and surprising, but not really. Yeah. Because Braves fans, you know, we're known to throw stuff on the field. I know I did a few years ago in that play-in game with the yeah, Chipper I mean, Jones's last game. Braves fans took a lot of shit for that. Um, I think that was one of my proudest Atlanta y- yeah, sports moments. Yeah, same here. I was like, dude, if I was there, I'd be throwing everything I could on that fucking field. We threw a lot of stuff. It's one of those things of, like, you're, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. They criticize us for not being passionate. Right. Then we show major passion. Yeah. And then we're jerks about it apparently yeah but speaking of the play-ins uh there were a couple play-ins today as yep. of this recording of this podcast and that would be the uh la dodgers and the colorado rockies had a play-in game and so did the cubbies chicago cubbies and the milwaukee brewers yeah it's unprecedented two teams they had to have a one-game playoff to see who would be in first place and the Brewers and the Dodgers won. I personally, um, I love that the Brew Crew came out on top in the NL Central. I don't know the last time they won the Central. Maybe it was more recent than I remember, but I got a lot of family in southern Wisconsin, so go Brew Crew. <laughs> Who and, doesn't? Yeah, exactly. Everyone in America does, probably. Yeah, I can't think the last time they won. Some Maybe sometime in like the Prince Fielder era or something or yeah because I, I was reading an article uh on espn about like the most snake bitten or like miserable yeah. fans or whatever and they're definitely up there when it comes to baseball yeah because they don't make the playoffs often right because it's a tough i mean they um, got the cardinals the cardinals man. are always kind of in the way yeah and they had the astros for a long time now right. the astros are in the al but um but yeah it was like Maybe that when they traded for CC, they had CC Sabathia for like half a season, right? Back like ten years ago. So we got it's a hell of a team uh, this year. Like Christian Yelich, probably the MVP. Yeah, almost got the batting title. We were talking about that earlier. He missed it by like what a home run and two RBIs. Exactly. Yeah, or the triple crown. The triple crown. Sorry. Yeah. 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 And the triple crown is 
What? It's uh, you lead the league in home batting runs. average, homers, and RBIs. Oh shit! The three major like the statistical. Yeah. Which didn't somebody somebody did that a couple years ago for the first time and like. Didn't like Miguel Cabrera win the triple crown yeah, like I think so. four or five years ago or something? It was the yeah, first when time he was in the decades. Yeah. yeah. That's tough to be able to pull that off. That's some real athleticism. Yeah, so the brew crew got uh got it done and then out west, uh we haven't touched on that, right? Yeah. The the um, old Los Angeles Dodgers were yep. playing the Colorado Rockies, who had never won the National League West mm. in their history and still haven't. Yep. Because the Dodgers ended up pulling that out. And so the our Hometown Atlanta Braves will be facing those Dodgers. Looking for a little revenge from 2013. Yeah, the MLB playoffs are upon us, ladies and gentlemen, and it's going to be exciting. And ultimately, the three people on this podcast will be miserable. Exactly. We will be. You're gonna. It's you're gonna, gonna be fun, but we're. It's going to end poorly for yeah. us. <laughs> One thing I wanted to point out to you um, before we before we uh, break um, and bring in our guest. Um, so Jimmy and I were very tuned in this weekend on Saturday to the uh, Georgia-Tennessee college football game because yep. Jimmy went to UGA. I went to UT. Yeah. Uh, Technically, I did go to UT for like a semester and a half. You did. You yeah. went to both. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, – yeah. Because I, I made some bad choices in high school and I didn't get into UGA. UGA's, uh, we covered it like yeah. – with all this, like, uh, in that episode with Caitlin right. where we did the test. Where we did the, the Georgia test. UGA, in reality, aside from Jim Herrick Jr.'s class, is actually a yeah. very, very good school that's not easy to get into. Yeah. I was also a very bad student. Anyway. That's anyway. neither here nor there. We have already... I remember, though, that... Hey, this is very... Who cares? But <laughs> I remember they invited you to, like, a special... It was like you got invited to something at UGA... It was like for kids who scored well in their oh, SATs. Oh yeah, because I had a good SAT score. And so it was like they led you to believe like we'd be honored if yeah. you chose this university, and then they turned yeah. you down. Well, then they got my transcripts, and they're like, "This kid doesn't do his homework. <laughs> yeah. This kid doesn't do his damn homework. <laughs> yeah. He's taking drugs and playing sports." Yeah. Hey, you know. But you ended up there anyway. You ended up there yeah. anyway. Yep. At my orientation at UT, I left for all of it. Uh, for the most part, I was yeah. there at the beginning, and then there was a a rock a, a punk rock show I wanted to go see, and I hitchhiked to the show because I had no money. Where was it? It was like in Knoxville as well, like uh, in downtown, just Knoxville. off campus. Yeah, yeah. Because like Knoxville is like the th- I think the third largest city in Tennessee, so it's like yeah. an actual city. It's a city. Yeah. Um, I mean, sort of. It's a town. It's more of a city than Athens. It's a ville. It's bigger uh, than Athens. It is bigger yeah. than Athens. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just skipped the whole thing. It was, I remember they were like, you guys have to come to the party tonight because there's going to be snacks and we're going to play some music and dancing. Like that's what the orientation leaders were saying. And then at one point uh, they split off the guys and the girls. This is totally off topic, but they split off the guys and the girls and the guy brought us up to his dorm room. He brought all the boys that he was leading into his dorm room. With a Z. And uh, we, yeah. <laughs> we walk into the room and he has... um. Immediately a huge flag banner thing, a, a young life, uh, oh, shit. which is like a Christian um, yeah. kind of organization. And he sits, he grabs his chair or he pulls out his chair. He sits down on it, puts his feet up on the desk and like leans back like he's being all, like an eight, 1980s sitcom cool guy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, guys, if you guys have any questions that maybe you were shy to ask around the girls, I'm an open book and will answer anything you want. 
Whoa. And it was just like, oh, cool, this Christian guy is going to explain sex to us. Yeah. Ooh. At that point, it was like, I got to go. That's bizarre. I got to go. Yeah, that is really bizarre. Nobody asked questions. Everyone kept their hands down. Yeah. And uh, that was the end of it. Yeah. And then he just fell backwards in his chair. He fell backwards <laughs> in his chair. <laughs> and he's still a virgin, if I had to guess. <laughs> yeah. He's still in that room waiting for questions. <laughs> his and name is Mike Pence. Oh, <laughs> dear. Boom, boom, boom. I'm kidding. I, I'm not that old. I do. <laughs> as long as we're going to talk about orientations, mine isn't as good a story, but I just remember I I orientated at the University of Alabama. You can tell I did because I just made up the word orientated. <laughs> Roll Tide. Hell Roll yeah. Tide. And it was, and I remember, only thing I remember is this like kind of dorky girl, you know, anyone who's leading those things is a dork. Oh, of Sorry. course. Dorks. You're a fucking dork. And she like taught us the fight song. We spent, oh like, yeah, that's a pretty standard. We had to do that too. Yeah, we learned the fight song, which I don't know if you know Alabama's, but it's like one of the more convoluted because it's about yay like, Alabama. Yeah, it's like yay Alabama, yay Alabama, Crimson Tide. Every Bama man's behind you. Hit your stride. Go teach the Bulldogs to behave. Send oh. the Yellow Jackets to a watery grave. If a man starts to weaken. That's a shame. Bama's pluck and grit have writ her name in crimson flame. Fight on, fight on, fight on, men. Remember the Rose Bowl, you'll win oh. then. If a man starts to weaken, that's a shame. No, I'm repeating now. I forget the rest, yeah, but I think you did a pretty good job. I <laughs> love that the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets are sent to a watery grave. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we're going to drown those fucking bees, man. We got to take those Yellow Jackets from Georgia Tech and drown them. We're going to drown their asses. Hell yeah. Uh, it's just teaching bulldogs to behave and then drowning a bunch, drowning of, yellow a bunch of yellow jackets. It's crazy. Then, I, I don't I had never heard the lyrics to this song. It's yeah, very long and it's very clear that it was written in like nineteen twenty two. But the other thing I remember is they took us to the stadium for like the final thing. Bryant Denny. Bryant Denny Stadium. Right by Hell Denny yeah. Chimes, which is the, the name of the big bell tower. Uh but they brought us in the stadium and Reese Davis from ESPN showed up on the big Jumbo oh, he's an alumnus. Yeah. yeah, and he was like, hey, uh, hi, I'm Reese Davis, and, uh, you know, I'm an alum of University of Alabama, and I'm not allowed to say this on SportsCenter, but since we're not on SportsCenter right now, and a bunch of, like, PAs jumped out with Bama gear, and he was like, roll tide! And it was like, wow, guys, isn't that cool? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And at the time, Reese Davis wasn't hosting game day yeah. or doing any of yeah. the stuff he does uh, he's now. Just, he's just, just, like, just like, like the update guy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. He was yeah. like just whoever. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I yeah. think this all started with something else. Uh, most, oh, yeah, that's right. Most uh, of this will be cut. So. Yeah. yeah we're None of this will be cut. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we don't edit anything. When you said this story is like, who cares or whatever, it's like, that's what this whole podcast is. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime we're like, hey, who cares? Who uh, cares? We like, mostly talk about Atlanta Braves. It's yeah. like yeah. 10 people maybe are right. sort of interested because yeah. they're family. Please keep listening. Keep listening. Subscribe. Sponsor follow us. Sponsor. Drugs, porn sponsor all of it yep um but yeah so jimmy and i our schools played yeah. and the reason i brought it up was because uh one of my friends who's also a uga alum was uh bringing this to my attention the nature boy rick flair yeah. was at the game because it was, was herschel walker day he was in the house and yeah. he was hanging out with herschel walker yeah. newly married yeah rick flair yeah 
Um, which if you the tender age of eighty million years old, yeah. <laughs> and uh, if you're if you by any chance follow a uh, Vic Burger on Instagram, yeah. you may have noticed a few weeks ago he posted some pics from Rick's wedding, where he is I... he is like slamming his tongue into oh, his 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 new wife's. Mouth. If it's pretty great. He almost died last year, yeah. and now he's getting married again. And he looks like he did die four years ago. Yes. And his corpse is sort of walking around yeah. still, but it's still like orangey tan. Yeah. But if any sports surfs don't, if you guys want to practice abstinence or yeah, don't want to have any kind of sexual desires, Google Ric Flair wedding. Yeah. And take a look at some of those. Yeah. Uh, it's as good as a cold shower. It's yeah. worse. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and this is coming from someone who maybe Ric Flair might be my oh. second favorite wrestler of all time. I yeah. love Ric Flair, oh, yeah. oh the my Nature God, Boy. I'm looking at this now, and but yeah, it's hard really to look at. Horrendous. <laughs> yeah. It's like Undertaker's in the background, oh. looking sort of yeah, sort of alive. Right. And then there's the cadaver Ric Flair, yeah, forcing Tongue himself, out. <laughs> yeah, just going for it. Jesus it, Christ. Yeah. But Rick, he's a big fan of Georgia sports, I guess, for I guess, some reason. Uh, yeah, Even though he's like not from there, but he loves the Falcons. Yeah. He's always at practice and always tweets out, yeah. rise up. I guess, I mean, I guess because he was fan. a WCW guy for so long. He's got, you know, yeah. Atlanta roots, like a lot of those wrestlers. But he's from North do. Carolina. Is he originally from North I Carolina? I think so, yeah. yeah. My friend, our friend, we're friends with both of us, and I you'll never know, listener, who I'm looking at or pointing to oh yeah like, who could it be hey, uh went to unc and i he told me that he yeah. went to dinner with uh rick flair's daughter and a bunch of friends charlotte maybe charlotte flair rules by she's the way it's the not to interrupt you she's currently in wwe she's right. the best female wrestler of well, all of them it could have been her but it, i remember he told me this was like 10 years ago maybe more rick flair went to the dinner and he said he just got he drank like two bottles of wine and was just like Woo! Oh yeah, cartoon, classy guy. Cartoon if, Rick speaking of documentaries, check out the Ric Flair Thirty for Thirty. If you haven't seen it, I need to see that one. It's crazy. Uh, that one and Andre the Giant. I'm a big wrestling fan. Andre Spoiler the Giant alert. one was really good. Yeah, he drinks a lot. So does Ric Flair. Yeah. And the Ric Flair is almost more crazy because he's a normal sized human being. Right. Although I think he's clean now. I think that's well, yeah, because after he's he, had his he was in death. a coma for yeah. a month because he drank yeah. from the moment he woke up to bedtime. Oh, your favorite. Like a good story. <laughs> from sunrise that to bedtime. That sounds like a good story. That's a good story. And I think right now this is like bedtime for this segment. I think we're all going to we've tuckered ourselves out. We're going to Yeah. get in bed. We're going to we're going to take a little little bedtime and we're going to take a little break. We're going to come back cuz we got a guest, hot guest, special a hot, guest. A hot special guest that you guys are going to be excited to hear from. So, you know, I would suggest you guys maybe go to bed and then wake up, turn us back on when the sun's up and listen to this next segment. There you go. Do it. We'll be right back.
record, Dropkick Murphys are better than the Rolling Stones and the Beatles combined. Um, okay. Well, uh, I guess okay. yeah, we're recording. Hey, Sports yeah. uh, well, we got a little ahead of ourselves there, yeah. but we're back. We're back from break. Yep. We took uh, we took our little nappies. The sun is back out. Yep. Uh, Kevin's still taking his little nappy. Yeah, Kevin hasn't woken up, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but the show must go on. Exactly. We had an, uh, a guest scheduled we for have an a interview. Guest. Uh, some would say you've already heard a little bit from him. Uh, yeah. Some would say he's a hero in certain parts of the country. Sure. I'm not um, a hero. I just did the right thing at the right time. Yeah. Save some lives. Wow. We're going to tell your story here in a second. <laughs> but everyone, please welcome uh, from... Somerville or Boston? I don't know what part exactly. You just I'm said. from Somerville, but you, you said you're from Red Boston. Okay, so cool. from some, from Massachusetts, Fitzy Murph Sully O'Sullivan. How you doing, wow. everybody? Hey. It's an honor to be here on Sports Lads. That's a beautiful Irish name, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Uh, uh, Fitzy? Is that what you go by? Fitzy? I go by Sully. Oh, Sully. Sully. Okay, Sully. Okay, yeah. There's a lot going on in there, so it's hard to know which one it was. So, Sully, you and your friends uh, recently have made, you've made the news. You've made headlines. Yeah, well, it was written up in the Boston Globe, and the video was going around the internet of me and my friends, Louie and my other friend. James. Uh, James, and we were fucking driving our car, and we pull over the highway, and there's a huge paper bag flying by. You know, my friend Louie recounted it in the video, but I just, you know, I'm telling you the story because you had me here or whatever. Right, that's why you're here. So we found this, we opened this paper bag and we were like, what's in here? Like, maybe there's like a fucking bowl of chowder or maybe there's like a lost kitten. We didn't know what the fuck was in there. Right. And we opened the bag up and we were like, holy fucking shit, it's the fucking Boston Red Sox 2018 fucking league championship banner which is not even up in the stadium yet. And we were like, holy shit, we got to do the right thing here. And this is absolutely what happened. We didn't, like, fucking take it or nothing like you that. You just found it on the street, just, just like, found. randomly in it must Somerville, a suburb, I guess, or outside of Boston is an uh, area. It's you not just... a suburb. It's, like, fucking right there, bro. I'm sorry. Have you ever fucking been to Boston? Uh, a couple times, but mostly just it's to Cambridge. the greatest fucking city in the world. I don't know about that, but... Uh... But you just found so you just found it on the street, just just lying it. there, nobody around it. Just found it, and yeah, nobody. And it was in a paper bag. It was in a it? paper bag. Yeah, it's weird. It was just in a big, like, huge paper bag, and we just were like, "Well, we gotta like deliver this back to the Red Sox organization." So that's like what we set out to do, but they didn't want to make it that fucking easy, you know. Yeah, was, really. What like what? so? All we wanted in return were like wicked good seats at a playoff game. I mean, my fucking buddy Louie said it all in the video, but we just wanted some good tickets. And they, they were like, no. And we were like, why not? And they were like, because you probably stole that off the truck. And I, we were like, fuck you, prove it. No, we're heroes. We risked our lives running across seven lanes of traffic to get the paper bag. Yeah. So I imagine, like, the, the printing company that printed the banner must have, like, loaded this this paper bag with the banner in it onto like onto some, a truck a pickup truck that, according like, to like the news articles there it was on a truck but i mean for it to have fallen off it had to have been like stacked you know haphazardly with a bunch of other stuff on the and back the thi- of the truck and the and back not, of the truck not closed yeah just open. yeah it seems pretty sloppy on their part right uh, you'll have to take that up with that fucking company because i don't know how they do things all I know is they they dropped it off the back of a truck, 
Okay, Classic certain, back of the truck scenario. What are you trying to say? Well, I mean, you know, it's that's sort of one of those like crime, stolen goods things. You know, like it fell off the back of a truck. You, I would never steal from the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, no, no. Okay. We're not, Sorry, we're not man. Not accusing no, I was, you yeah, necessarily. Yeah, just, we're just trying to get to the bottom of the yeah. story because it just seems very weird that a big banner like that would just fall out of a truck right into the middle of the street. What are you trying to say? Somerville. Me and my buddy Louie and my other buddy walked into the flag graphics store in Somerville, walked in and stole the banner because because Louie's cousin happens to work security at the strip mall where the store is. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we weren't saying that. Are you saying that I walked? Are you saying that I camped out in the store while they were closed for thirteen hours and stole it? No, we're not no. saying. We didn't say that. We didn't say any Good. of that because that didn't happen. We found it on the fucking highway. Oh, that's a very specific. Yeah. Uh... Well, it's it's interesting because the guy who who owns the printing company, he basically said he thinks it was stolen. Yeah, well, that guy's a fucking. Okay. Well, <laughs> what? Uh, so, Sully, um, it's Fitzy. Fitzy, excuse me, Fitzy. I take it you're a big uh, Red Sox fan. Fucking um, love the Sox. I love the Celtics. I love the Bruins. I love the Patriots. Fitzy, what's your favorite part about going to a ball game at Fenway? Your favorite part about the experience there? I mean, I just remember being a little kid and my dad taking me to Fenway. He's like, he was like, listen, son, this is the fucking holiest ground in all of baseball. And I was like, right here in our city. And it just, I remember the smell of the grass and then the smell of the beer and the peanuts and the hot dogs and the smell of the blood when my dad would inevitably beat Amanda within an inch of his life right in front of me and he'd point at me blood covering him saying this is what we do we beat people indiscriminately and that and the you know and the and banners of course, and of course the banners you and were everything. saying that before we yeah. started that was you like banners because you were you were looking at our at our uh, sports lords banners here That's in right. the and sports lords sportatorium studios yeah you guys got duplicates of these things no, uh, I don't. No. There's yeah. no reason to. Right. Like we didn't really think no, to just need do one that. Of each. So these yeah. are originals. Yeah, I guess yeah, you yeah, can yeah. say that. I mean, yeah. I don't think you know. These are worth. Was, I don't know ballpark like, uh, whatever we paid to get them printed. Yeah, and, yeah. a couple grand. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, we went. We went. We got the nice. Well, yeah, prints. we got a good okay. budget here. I just want to say uh, when we're done, I just need to be alone in the room. Yeah, for a few minutes. Yeah. I'll meet you guys. When we're done, I'll meet you guys up outside. Okay. Outside the sportatorium. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that sounds above board. Well, look, we trust you, Fitzy. I mean, you do what you got to do in here. It's Murph. It's Murph. So, Murph, um, the playoffs are starting up, and the Red Sox uh, looks like they're going to be playing the winner of the Yankees. And uh, Oakland Athletics, uh, who do you, who who would you rather play? Who do you think the Red Sox have a better chance? I would ra- always rather play the Yankees. Oh, oh really? really? Wow, because this this is a pretty formidable Yankees team, and it would mean they would have to win a game before playing you. So you're okay with them winning just as long as they get to play you? I will always welcome the chance to beat the shit out of somebody from New York. 
I mean, uh, the whole Greyhound bus ride. Oh, no, I took the mega bus down here. Oh, uh, yeah. From South Station. Yeah. And I just, as soon as I start pulling into the city and I see New York skyline, I just start getting mad. Please stop pointing your fist at us. Like, yeah. he's shaking his oh, fist at us, like, real close to our face. I just hit everybody, you know? Earth. Sorry, guys. It's okay. It's just, it's okay. I hate New York. Sorry, yeah, we, we, we just, we had to have you here in the city because, like, you're a, a hero, I guess? Yeah, uh, it's a normal Boston guy. I'm not a hero. I'm just a normal Boston guy. Same as everybody else in Boston. You know, my dad was a fire truck and my mom was a police officer. Just a regular guy. I put my, I put my Boston pants on one Boston leg at a time. There's nothing special about me. I grew up on, you know, McCarthy Avenue, a.k.a. Officer Shamrock Memorial Drive. I'm just a regular Boston yeah. chowderhead, you know. You're a chowderhead. Yeah. Um, um. Who's um? All right. So let's let's play a little game because Boston has a like a big history of like a lot of athletes and celebrities. People come out of there. Uh, who's your favorite actor to come out of the city of Boston? Mac fucking Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah. Best actor of all time. That's. Okay. Above and like I, Affleck and and uh, those guys are yeah. fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Wahlberg is real fucking Boston. Those guys are from Cambridge. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know I live in Somerville. Ha ha. You know Fitzy's a because he lives in Somerville. Whatever. I grew up in Southie. Wahlberg's one of us. I endorse the hate crime he committed when he was a younger boy. Uh, that's crazy. I can't believe. I mean, yeah, this is not what I expected. No, um, no. I, I was just trying to keep it light and right. ask him about <laughs> people from Boston. It's pretty it's hardcore. Um, yeah. Speaking of Mark Wahlberg, I guess, if we're going to go down that path. Sure. Uh, do you enjoy going to Wahlburgers? Do you eat there all the time? I fucking love Wahlburgers. It's actually the best food in all of Boston. Did you know that? I didn't know that. But Better than clam chowder? Yeah, I mean. Clam chowder is good, but. I never tasted anything as delicious as a Wahlburger. And they got these things called fries. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You guys had these things? Yeah, fried potatoes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. French fries. <laughs> That's what they said. French fried potatoes. Holy shit. Because up until this point, most of what Boston, the city, subsists on is crackers. <laughs> <laughs> the whole city That's subsists on crackers? You go out crackers? to a restaurant, really? it's usually just... Well, you know, I'm I'm from the Barchester section of Boston. <laughs> oh, Bar- okay. It's okay. Southie. It's called Barchester. And everything in Barchester is a bar. The hospital's a bar. The school's a bar. The police station's a bar. The fire, firehouse is a bar. So and all the restaurants are bars in Barchester. And it would just be, uh, yeah, I'll take a pitcher of lager and a plate of crackers. <laughs> That was all they had. Like saltines or like oyster crackers or what guys? Triscuits. Oyster crackers. Triscuits. Fuck you. No, sorry. Saltines. We're fancy boys from Atlanta. Yeah. I, don't I can know. tell you. Yeah, fucking I live in Times Square. Boys. Oh, oh, what kind of crackers you have? Fucking crackers. Okay. So I guess salt. salt yeah, that's great. Saltines. Crackers. That's great. Yes, yes. Crackers. You get it. Um, so here's, I, I couldn't let you leave, uh, 
it's a little bit off topic. I can only let you leave without asking. Recently, a bit of a controversy has come over and happened to like a lot of people from Boston. They're not happy. But Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin'. Oh, uh, yeah. They got rid of the donuts. What? And it's just now Dunkin'. How do you feel about that? As be, you know, because Dunkin' Donuts, I believe, is from Boston. And it's like. It's a pretty big institution up aside there. Aside from white people, that's like the majority of things in Boston are Dunkin' Donuts. Exactly. How do you feel about the donuts being gone off? I didn't off the hear name? about this. Yeah. Is this true? It's just Dunkin'. It's true. They're just they're switching to Dunkin'. As of it's, last week, it's just Dunkin'. It's a rebrand. How do you feel? I feel I'm starting to feel nauseous. I think I might lose my lunch crackers. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh, shit. Please Murph. don't throw up in here. Murph, it's yeah, it's sorry. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I, I feel disorientated. What's going on? Okay, uh, 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 how do we get, do we get back? Somebody oh. put on. Somebody put on the departed. Oh, somebody put on. Make it so Captain Queen never gets thrown off the roof. Oh God, I can't do do. I thought I'm just, humming a bad version of Dropkick Murphy would do enough, yeah. but it's not working. I'm just fucking with you. That's the best part of the movie. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Um, um, uh, I, uh, so the the Red Sox are in the playoffs. That, that should make you oh, feel better. Oh. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hey, I had a bad dream that Dunkin' Donuts was changing part of the brand. Oh, uh, oh that yeah, that's not true. No, no, yeah, not that, that was definitely a dream. Um, oh, thank Christ. So going back, you found the sign. You returned the, banner, the sign. Yeah. Uh, the banner, excuse me. You returned the banner. Uh, did you get anything back from the Red Sox? Did they like... No, that's the thing. We put the banner in I know you said you wanted tickets, but did they give you I anything? Said, we said, meet us on Lansdowne Road. <laughs> and we want fucking something out of you. We threw the banner down. And we said, yeah, here's the banner. Now it's your move. Now, according to the story, it said there was a second banner that the company reprinted. Right. Yeah, but we said we got the original. Here's your banner. Now it's your move. Do the right thing. And they had these cops come out and beat us with nightsticks <laughs> while they took the banner. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, But you didn't, I, I imagine you probably didn't fight back because. No, you would there's never one thing that we officer. learned down in Barchester. It's you take a fucking beating from a cop with a fucking smile. Because chances are, that's your dad. <laughs> oh, my wow. goodness. Well. Whoa. Um, Boston's an intense town, yeah, man. Yeah, I know. We talk all this shit, and now I'm actually I'm a little scared. I'm, I'm a little a, scared, too. Yeah. I might... I think it might be a good idea to leave him alone down here for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, you guys get out of here. I just gotta... Think, okay. <laughs> well, let, let's go, we'll go wake up Kevin because yeah. maybe three of us will sort of hold him off. Yeah, if need be. Yeah, um, yeah. So we're we're gonna go ahead and go. Thank you for being here, yeah. uh, Fitzy honor. Murph Sully O'Sullivan. Thank you very yeah. much. It was an honor to be here. Uh, are you guys gonna pay for my Megabus ticket or? Oh, I. I thought we'd uh, made it clear that that you were sort of 
pain. pain. We'll, we'll get you some crackers yeah, we'll for get the ride. Oh, crackers, crackers for the ride. Yeah, you guys cool? got cracker money? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, dude. We'll, hook you up. we'll get you some crackers <laughs> and some Bud Ice. Yeah. Fucking crackers and Bud Ice. Uh, am I going up in a mega bus or am I going up in a fucking private helicopter? <laughs> like we said before, nothing but the best for our guests. Yeah. We fly or bust them in. Yep. Um, but so, thank you again. No, uh, thank you. It's, to Fitzy it's an Murph, honor. Sully O'Sullivan. Uh, all you Red Sox fans out there, if you see Fitzy and his friends on the street, make sure you shake their hands. He's a true hero, I guess. Yeah, you're um, not better than me. Shake my fucking hand, you fuck. There you go. You heard it from the man himself. <laughs> anyway, Jimmy, I think we should go before yeah. this gets a little bit yeah, weird. Yeah. We'll We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Dabs, assuming we still have the Sportatorium studio. Yeah, so, do your thinking. We'll leave you here, buddy. Tight. We'll be back. It's Raw Take Time with Luke. Hey, fellas, what's up? It's your boy, uh, just checking in. Hope things are going well in the Sportatorium. Uh, I don't really have a lot for you. Bit of a disheartening loss for the Falcons, leaving me a little speechless here. Another defensive collapse. It just felt kind of inevitable. It was actually a really exciting week in college football. You had some great top 10 matchups that went down to the wire. Penn State actually pulled a Falcons. Bit of a falconing there. Uh, They blew a two-touchdown lead to lose by one. Just a lot of missed tackles, questionable play calling, a proper falconing all around. Notre Dame looked dominant on both sides of the ball, and with their new quarterback, Ian Book, it uh, looks like they could be a playoff team. So we're going to have to deal with the reality of Notre Dame in the playoffs. Playoffs? Can't even win a damn game. Speaking of playoffs, the Braves now know their fate. They're headed west to face the L.A. Dodgers. So if you're listening to this on Thursday, as true Lord's heads do, the Braves will be getting ready to face the Dodgers tonight for Game 1, and then Game 2 will be on Friday, and then the Braves would host Game 3 on Sunday. It should be a pretty exciting series as far as neutral observers go. Uh, For Braves fans, it'll be just a bit on the torturous side, considering the last playoff defeat we faced was at the hands of these very same Dodgers five years ago. So we'll have to relive those memories and possibly exercise some demons if we're going to advance. Go Braves, and uh, Dodgers in three is my official prediction. I'd like to drop this final dab for a second on these bozos on the Twitter and the national media one in particular who owns a pretty prominent sports and pop culture website. Uh, he hails from the Boston area. He fancies himself a takesmith like myself, and I respect that. But there comes a time when the take is not worth the hand. And I think he has overplayed his hand with this Trey Young thing. He has dug deep on this idea that the Hawks made this colossal franchise-changing league-altering, historically bad trade on draft night. Passing on Luka Doncic, giving his rights to the Dallas Mavericks, and they get an extra first-round pick and Trey Young, who, oh yes, led college basketball in points and assists last year at 18 years old. I was a huge Luka Doncic supporter heading into the draft. I still remain very high on the guy, but I'm of the opinion that multiple things can be true. I know that's controversial in this binary hot take society in which we live but 
multiple things can be true and multiple rookies can be good. Multiple draft picks can be good. The Hawks explored a different avenue. And uh, to be honest, it's just it's a little unfair to write a kid off before he's even played a professional game. So that's my final dab. Bill Simmons, I respect the hustle, but sometimes you get dabbed on. Damn. Look at my dab, look at my dab, look at my dab, look at my dab, look at my dab. What's up, nerd surfs? We're back, and we're fired up. Kevin, you missed out getting almost getting your ass kicked almost because Jimmy and I almost did. Dude, angry guy with the earring who left. Yeah, he was. I said that phrase by the way completely wrong like twice. I feel like so. But yeah. you guys got what I was trying to say. No, that guy was, he was intense, man. But I'm luckily, so scared I can't even speak. Yeah, but saltines, somehow that calmed him down. He I don't know. really happy when he left with the saltines. Yeah. Yeah, and, and just so you know, like, we're missing half our, like, podcast championship banners. Yeah. That we earned. I think it's best to lose because I think he took them. I think he did. But, yeah, I agree with Kevin that it's it's better just to... Let that one go. Let slide. Yeah, as he was leaving, I heard him. We got a lot of podcast championships left coming up. Exactly. Yeah, we yeah. signed that uh, twenty-five season-long deal. I think it was. Yep. So, but as he was leaving, I heard him say, "I found it on the ground," and or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so feel lucky that you missed because it was it was intense. Yeah, he, he was yeah. waving his fists in mine and Jimmy's face. Yeah. Sorry, guys. It's okay. No, it's fine, man. You it's were, okay. You're um, still napping, so we let you sleep. Yeah. Yeah, it was bedtime, but yeah. it's it's fine. I think, you know, the rage from Fitzy is going to help us because now we're at our dab segment. hi <laughs> And it's time for us to show some rage. Yeah. So the dab segment we're going to do, uh, each one of us, each one of the sports lords is going to get a minute to dab on any topic they want. That means we get to rant scream holler yell just go off on anything sports or non-sports related that we want to and we only get a minute to do it how do we know when the dab starts and ends we have our dab machine that's what it sounds like that's what an audio dab is so that's what's going to signal the start of the dab and the end of the dab so this week i believe uh kevin i'll go first since i missed the whole last first Yeah, um, I'll get my timer going yeah. so you can know exactly how long you have, and your dab starts now. So today I want to dab on college football in general for a missed opportunity. That missed opportunity is that they did not name the clash between Penn State and Ohio State two top ten teams the battle of the abusers <laughs> because there are two teams that have recently been marred by abuse scandals of course penn state with jerry sandusky and joe paterno and that whole awful thing and then ohio state with covering up an assistant coach's uh domestic abuse allegations these are two teams um that you know are uh, more, in my mind, forever scarred by those those terrible things. Plus, fuck both those teams. They're lame. Ohio State, Buckeyes, get a real mascot. Nittany Lions, <laughs> what the fuck is that? Pennsylvania and Ohio, two of the worst states. You just got dabbed on. 
Oh, shit. 57 seconds. Almost nailed it. Locked in on the dab. And to add another thing, also on Ohio State's coaching staff is Greg Schiano, who was a graduate assistant at Penn State when all the abuse stuff was going down with Jerry Sandusky. And he's the guy that Tennessee was going to hire, but the fans revolted online and on campus because he is linked to that. Thankfully, is not our coach. Yep. So on top of it all, Ohio State not only has Urban Meyer who lets women get the shit beat out of him. Yeah. He also has a guy who lets kids get abused. Ohio State double dipping on the abusers. Nice. Yeah. You should be proud, Ohio State fans. Yeah. Ohio. That's right. Diego, oh. you ready to dab? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me. Uh, you got the timer? Or? Oh, yeah. I got you. you got I got Great. you. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm ready then. All right, I just want to dab on the NFL because I live in New York. I'm from Atlanta. I want to watch the Falcons games. You can't see them here. Like I would say 90% of people who watch TV, I have my mom's cable login so I can uh, watch Ooh. TV. Ooh, yeah, hell yeah. Shout out to mom's cable. Shout out to mom's. Respect, mom. Not that anti, anti-dab to mom. Um, so with it, I can watch Fox Sports South. I can watch the Braves. I can watch the Hawks on Fox Sports South. I can watch Atlanta United if I want to. But guess what I can't watch? The Falcons. Because the NFL blocks all those streams. And no matter what, will force me to watch the goddamn Jets or the goddamn Giants. It sucks. It makes me have to seek out illegal streams. I've ruined laptops using illegal streams watching sports, which is more embarrassing than having ruined them by watching pornography. Because it's like, I was trying to watch a football game and my laptop is dead. I hate it. I hate the NFL. Go screw yourself. You just got dabbed on. Hey, that was a 59 second dab. Oh, wow. I thought I almost went over with the anti dab to moms that was thrown in there. But no, it was perfect. Yeah. I love you, mommy. Thank you for letting me use and this. This is an anti dab. Yep. Yeah. Kevin's doing a He's reverse demonstrating. dab with his arms. You could hear it. Yeah. You can, <laughs> you can hear it and feel it. I would say just be careful because uh, it looks like the the dabs the Germans were doing in the forties, <laughs> those classic Nazi dabs that they were doing. Worst kind of dab. You know, it's like just careful. That is the worst kind of dab. I would yeah. say. <laughs> like, I mean, you're using both arms, so it's like a little different, but from the wrong angle, it could yeah. look weird. Yeah. Well, it's a work in progress. Yeah. It sounds the same. Yeah, well, I'll work on it. I'll it's spend okay. all week working on it. It's something that I think, I don't know, I wouldn't talk to Fitzy about because he'd probably give you bad advice on how to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, he yes. seems like someone who might he might, might give be cool with that kind of anti Yeah, yeah, avoid anyway, that. Speaking of anger and Fitzy, Jimmy, I think you got a dab now. Oh, yeah, I got a dab. I got your time. Let's do it. Your dab starts now. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go with a non-sports-related dab this week. My dab is, what's up with English people pronouncing words all dumb and shit? Like, they say, like, advertisement, or or uh, garage, or, um, uh, you know, other uh, uh, mobile phone. Aluminium. You know? Aluminium. Oh, I'm not in the hospital. I'm in hospital. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Pull your little fancy head out of your fancy little ass and say a word right, okay? Just because you guys invented the language doesn't mean you get to decide how the words are pronounced. Because guess what? Everybody's speaking English now, you little fancy turds. 
Um, you know what? I think that's my dab for this week. Fuck off, Brit- British people. <laughs> oh, dab. Dab. That's two dabs in a row on British people. Two weeks in a row where we dab on British people. British people, you are officially on notice. One more dab next week, and you are officially not recognized by the sports lords as a nation. Oh, shit. That's our version of Brexit. <laughs> yeah. Very it's strong opposite. condemnation. Yeah. Even though you've inspired our aesthetic and name of, you know, the royalty of lords, lords. and serfs. But, yeah, yeah, say words right. You're on exactly. notice. Say those words right and quit just being shitty. And you'll be cool with us. And quit, like, jerking each other off. Oh, mm. just do Oh, we never actually, you know me and Sir John. Paul. Oh, hello. I, I was just listening outside to the sports lords. And oh, I my thought, goodness. Oh, did I just hear you talking about John and me? Having a little fun, having a little tug. We oh, were, we were, yeah. we were talking sports. We weren't tugging each other. Yeah, sir, sir Paul. Sir like, Paul, not everybody's always talking about you and John jerking each other off. Did you like to have off. a little tug? No, I'll write a little song about it. No, oh, thank sir, you, sir Paul. I, I, you know, love your art, but fuck off, man. Hey, you know, I don't really care for the art. It's the tugs. Do I make you horny? Is that what? You- yeah. Did you inspire Austin Powers? Do I make you horny, baby? Do I do I make you randy? That's my favorite film. Oh my god! I, like I can't believe we have Sir Paul McCartney here. That's what he's talking yeah. about. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah, so actually, there's a film Austin Powers inspired the song Imagine. <laughs> That's, that's uh, crazy, considering it came out like 40 years after. Yeah. That's great. Some pieces of art are so great, they retroactively inspire other great art. Uh, real quick while we have you here, because we're about to wrap up our show. But like, <laughs> we show was, I was just coming in for a bit of a talk, a bit of a hello. We can't, do? I can't pass this up. I mean, it's how often do you have... You got one Sir of the Paul McCartney. living musicians of all time. It's amazing. Uh, with the tugging... I know you and John participated. What about uh, Ringo? Was he ever... Ringo was never invited for a tug. <laughs> we said, go practice your little drums, your little skippity-doo, a little blankety blue, and we'll have a little bit of a tug. Peace and love. And a little bit later, we started inviting George in for a tug. Mm. But Ringo was never invited for a tug. <laughs> No. And yeah, well, he would be all peace and love, peace and love. And he'd play his little drums, you know. But we were having a tug. <laughs> well, thank you so much for stopping by, Sir Paul. Oh, yeah. we, have to, we have to wrap up the, the show. show. I love I love sports and I love the sports lords. Oh, great. Wow, thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much. Yeah. Can I come back and be a guest sometime? Of, of course. course. Yeah, you're time. always welcome uh, back. A guest on the pod, right? Not a guest on Not the Not a show. tug guest. We're not looking for tug. Could no. Maybe. Uh, I'll, I don't ask, I'll ask my wife and see what she thinks. Okay. I Just might a bit get, of a tug. I might get a free pass on this one. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be a nice one, you know? Just have a bit of a tug. Okay, well, well thank you, Sir Paul. Um, it was nice of you to drop in. Lovely to be here. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's going to wrap this one up yeah. for this you week. you guys get out of here, I might just 
Have a bit of a tug. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. Uh, um, yeah. That's that. I think that's gonna do it for us. Yeah. I think it's another classic episode in the books. We, yep. we had, we've had now like Paul McCartney on the podcast. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. The list of guests just gets it gets more prestigious and impressive every week. Yeah. I was dumbfounded that whole time. I was frozen. It was so Kevin was like locked in. He was yeah, his body was just like locked. He was in like shock. ready for a tug, it looked like. He was, but yeah. We Honestly, weren't guys, accepting, was, so it was like hard for him. It was like awkward for him. I'm not gonna be mad at you guys, but next time just say yes to the tug. Okay, so we can consent on your behalf for sure, tugs. Sure. Is that what you're saying? Sure. Okay. So next time you're in in you're starstruck by Sir Paul, who was looking for a tug. We can say go to, go tug Kevin. Oh, I don't know if he was trying to get me to tug. I think he he wanted us all to have our own mutual. Oh, tugs. a mutual tug. Got it. Well, anyway, yeah, that's yeah, that's. I mean, that's an amazing drop in. Uh, I want to thank our guest today, Fitzy Murph Sully O'Sullivan. Great guest. Uh, I want to thank Sir Paul McCartney for stopping by. Yep. I want to thank uh, you guys for being here and being yeah, thank you. Him here. Uh, all you listeners out there, uh, make sure you um, spread the word. Keep telling your friends. Keep telling people to listen. Uh, it'll help us out a ton. Subscribe. Uh, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Um, follow us on Twitter at Sports Lords with a Z at Sports Lords. So keep checking us out. Keep spreading the word. We really appreciate you guys listening, and uh, yeah, that's going to... You're going to go back to Wall Street, back to Times Square. Yep. For me, it's back to the barge. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll convene again next week for another round of Lords. I'm going to be in Montreal. If any of you Lords heads are out there, tweet at Sports Lords. Tell me, uh, give me some uh, cool places to go. I love Montreal. I haven't seen all of it, so... Hopefully I'll come back with some fun stories of the expos and, you know, I'll maybe go to an expos game and see what's going on. Okay. Awesome. Sure. Yeah, well, no, let them figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Let them figure out what? No, no, you're good, man. You're going to have a great time. How fun you're going to have. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, I love the expos anyway. So. Cool. So, yeah. Thanks again. That's going to do it for us. Sports Lords, out. Peace. Death. I think it'd be a nice one, you know? Just have a bit of a tug.